0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Manchester Grassroots Football Community Podcast, or we can shorten it and call it Manchester Grassroots FC. Okay, before we get into the main bit of the show, I'd like to thank everyone so far who has listened to the podcast and provided feedback, especially young Jaden from Stockport. Your dad told me that you listened to the podcast and you noticed something that I did last time which was say the word erm a lot so I apologise for that if it did annoy you or anyone who's listening reason for that is I use erm as like a thinking word so if I'm going to the next sentence or or anything I tend to use erm quite a bit and obviously it's my first podcast as well so that's pretty um, intense as it is not knowing what to say I knew what to say actually but it's just a case of getting it out there and liking it and then promoting it so thanks Jaden. ...for the little uh, the little feedback... ...and keep listening... ...keep giving more feedback... ...I have now created a an email address now... ...which is... ...manchestergrassrootsfc... ...at gmail... ...so if you want to contact me... ...give us an email... ...give us your feedback... ...and I'll take it all on board... Uh, ...I'd also like to shout out and say thank you to Anchor as well... ...for giving me the opportunity to make this podcast... ...if you didn't know already... Anchor is a free app that you can use. You can download it on your iPhone or on your Android phone. You can also use their website as well. And you can create and publish your, uh, your podcast. And it's all free as well, which is the beauty of it. So thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Jaden. Let's get into the show now. Okay, so on today's agenda or topic, I wanted to focus on the state of grassroots football now, I do realise that it would be different for uh, each individual coach, club, regional area and, and whatnot. But I wanted to highlight some issues that I found, not just recently, but in the past as well, with grassroots football. So we're going to use the show today to have a brief chat, talk about it and see what happens. So this is a topic which, for me... I need to ideally discuss with a guest or a host, but I just wanted to talk and give my opinions and thoughts and feelings on where grassroots football is, what kind of condition it is from what I've experienced, and what we can do to make it better and a better experience, especially for your kids and any um, parents out there and so on and so on. So I was doing a bit of digging, and I was looking um, at an article that the BBC published back in... I think it was 2018, September, October. And the article was interesting and what caught my eye was um, the amount of money that was donated from the Premier League into grassroots football. So it goes on to state round about the middle of the article that uh, the Premier League, since the year 2000, has donated over £300 towards grassroots football. With that in mind, that figure does seem great and, and everything, but... I want to know what happened to that money because if I'm looking at that and reading 300 million to grassroots football since 2000, it does sound like a lot of money, but bearing in mind that was around about 20 years ago. And if you break it down, if they did it on a yearly basis, it roughly works out to be about 15 million a year. But where is that money going to? Because there's so many grassroots clubs that I've seen and heard of that are folding. Parents can't afford memberships. They can't afford to facilitate training they've not got no equipment so where is this money going if that is readily available for grassroots football is it going to the local counties to then distribute is there a charity fund where they say right you've got a reply is it going to the councils to fund then you know pitches or you know whatever no idea no idea where this money's going and i'd love to find out and know where it is going who's responsible and how does it work. There's also a campaign on Twitter at the minute, Uh, I think it's called Save Grassroots Footy, and a gentleman who's been running it for years is trying to get a petition through Parliament where they're looking at taxing the Premier League a 5% levy on TV rights in the UK and international now, the Premier League generates roughly about £2 billion per season, so 5% of that would roughly work out to be £400 million per season, which if that was put back into grassroots, that would be absolutely amazing. You think of the possibilities that can happen, the amount of pitches that could be open, potentially money for the club to then give out free memberships, free facilities for training, improve the grass grounds, you know, get them rolled, get them drained, get them drained properly. Just just all sorts if that money was coming in on a regular basis. But obviously in order for that to happen, we the people need to get behind that campaign. So if any of you are on Twitter, have a look at or search, save grassroots footy, get following, get signing up. It literally takes about two to three minutes to sign up. I think it's just an email your name. Done that's it. Get that petition signed. Let's get this put through. Because if we can somehow get some money from the Premier League every year to put back into grassroots, I pretty much believe that the 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 children, players, amateurs, will improve tenfold if they've got access to funds like that and coaches have access to funds like that. I reckon that that would benefit the sport tenfold. So please, 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 if you can. Get involved, get signed up. But carrying on with the se- with the um, session, sorry, not session topic. Yeah, it's it's a funny one for me. So I go around and I watch a lot of grassroots matches, football. I watch a lot of coaching sessions, and I look at it and I think this is either appalling or pretty substandard because. Money, it's just really lack of money, lack of facilities, and I just don't understand it. Now, a lot of clubs they'll tend to charge a subsidiary to parents every month, or they'll do it cash in hand for every session. But what they also tend to do is they also tend to charge, or request, or ask for funds from parents for training. Uh, Basically, the, the, the training one is just to facilitate the venue why we why are we having to do that this is what i don't understand surely if the premier league or fa or whoever is donating to grassroots why are we not having more facilities that are free for parents and kids to come in with the coach and train this and this is a topic that i really 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 want to get into so not just the facilities side of it but we're looking at the coaching side as well so Again a lot of sessions that I've watched where I've seen coaches put on a session or put on a practice I haven't been impressed and it's some of the sessions are arguably so basic that I just think why even bother do anything just why not just let them just give them a the ball and just let them play because they're clearly not learning anything now what I mean by that is there's been sessions that I've seen where the coaches have got the kids five six year olds doing laps laps around the pitch for fitness why does a five or six year old need fitness they're running around 24-7 at home or at school they get enough exercise should we not be teaching them the basics and working on the technical aspects of the game rather than just getting them to do more fitness because all that's going to do is just get them bored and get them tired so what's the point and there's a lot of that that goes on there's a lot of, this is what we need to do, and we're doing it because you didn't do it in the match. Or, if you don't stop messing about, then you're not going to get a game at the end. And the way other coaches are talking to the kids, I just think, wow, you really, really need to just take a step back and, and just relax, man, and you know, put something on that's fun, that's engaging, where everyone can just get, get involved. Get... As long as you've got a ball at the feet of a child... Right. That's the main thing because they're getting that contact. And a lot of these coaches still don't understand that aspect of it. But again, this is my opinion. This is what I've seen. So I want to know what you guys think. Um, also as well, clubs. There tends to be a lot more clubs nowadays that seem to be folding because of the funding aspect. They haven't got no money. They can't put training on. Games are getting called off because the pitch is flooded. Council have said... Um, You can't get rid of the molehills because we have no funding for that. And all sorts of excuses. I've seen it where clubs have had to get their own gardeners to basically just, you know, mow the lawn. It's, it's, It's madness when the council should be doing it. So, for me, currently, the position that it's in, I don't think grassroots, at the minute, is getting the help that it needs. Whether that's from the council, whether that's from the FA... I mean, why are clubs, like local clubs, like the big clubs, Premier League clubs, not helping either? I, I just don't get it. Why are they not, for the coaching aspect especially, why are they not sending in coaches every now and again just to have a look at the clubs, observe sessions, maybe give feedback? Tell you what, that would be a major, major benefit if a lot more clubs like your United's and your Cities and your Liverpool's and, and whatnot, the bigger clubs, not just Premier League, you could have like your Preston's and your Rochdale's and your Burnley's come down to like a local grassroots team or, or better still, why not put on something like a little conference every quarter, so every three months, have a little conference just to say, right, we're going to be in the area, we're going to have a look at your, your club, we're going to have a look at the sessions that you're putting on to see where we can, you know, try and help you. Maybe put a session on for the club or clubs, just to give an example of what you guys do at the academy. Not only will that help, the state of coaching that would also help the club gets you affiliated and you never know you could have a few players there that you you think oh actually they could you know be decent for our academy so they're just a few of the things that i want to discuss but i want to know what you guys think i want to know what state do you think grassroots is in at the minute do you think it's underfunded? Are you overfunded? There's some big clubs that I know that are, you know flourish and they do all right. They've got a massive, you know, client base in terms of players and coaches and things like that. But I know that there's other clubs that hardly have anything and they're scrimping and scraping to survive. How are the smaller clubs, you know, being dealt with? I just want to know what people think. So, as I've said earlier, I created an email address. Um, I'm probably gonna end up creating a Twitter page as well to start off with just so I can start contacting clubs and people and trying to get guests um and hosts as well. So the email address that you can contact me on is Manchester Grassroots FC at gmail dot co no sorry not dot co dot com. So that's Manchester Grassroots FC at gmail dot com. The email's in the description anyway, but I just wanted to start off this topic just to get people thinking. State of grassroots. What do you reckon it's in at the minute? Now, my son, my middle son, he currently plays on a Sunday, every Sunday, at one venue in Haywood where they've got a couple of 4G pitches and they play, you know, properly games, albeit there's no fixtures, which is weird, actually. So they tend to find out who they're playing midweek, and they just turn up to one venue, playing a 4G pitch, no grass, so it's never flooded, it's all weather as well, flat surface, and get on with the game, hardly ever call off, and that's it. Now, one option could be, if there is funding, why are we not opening more 4G pitches or 3G pitches? I don't mind, and I do enjoy the home and away fixtures. The problem you've got with that is, when you're arranging a game, if the weekend's bad and the council call it off, your game's postponed or it has to be moved to a different venue if you've got access to a venue. Why are more leagues not using these 3G and 4G pitches that are available through the sports centres or, or whatever? That's what I don't understand, because you'd have to have any games caller. off. And it should be a much better atmosphere all round. Flat pitches, that sort of thing. So, again, this is just my opinion. I want to know your thoughts. So, you know, send us an email. One more thing as well, is I was thinking about when the league starts and finishes. So, round right about now, just finished the new year. People are getting back into the thick of things and games are, you know, being sorted and and whatnot. But why does the league not switch the season, maybe start at the beginning of March, and run it till like November? Now, the reason I say that is normally, around about December, January, sometimes February, the weather starts to get really, really bad, and loads of games get called off because it's either waterlogged or frozen pitch. So why not move the league and run it from the beginning of March, including cup games, all the way through to... November, when it tends to be still alright, but not too bad. Again, that's just my opinion. You won't get as many games called off. So, why not just look at doing that? But, again, I don't know. I'd rather find out and understand what people think about that situation. So, give us an email. Send us an email in. Again, the email address is FC at gmail.com. Let me know what you think and I'll you know pick them up, maybe read some on the next show or on a future show. Um but ideally yeah I'd just like to know for my benefit and um, and I want to know what the people think as well. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Any feedback that you've got send us an email if there's any topics that you want me to discuss again you can just email me let me know um as we build the show I will be getting more, you know, people on or getting a host. I'm hoping that I've got a host, actually. Um, I'm not going to say his name or or put him out there yet, but all he needs to do is just hurry up and sort himself out and we can sort this out. But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Apologies that the, the show is not any longer. Again, you know, whilst I build it and get into it, I will be putting out quite a bit of content. It will be getting better Again, let me know, do you like this show? Is it too short? Is it too long? You know, let me know your thoughts and feelings. Right, guys, thank you for your time, and take it easy. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can contact me via email at FC at gmail.com.